Hey, LLB family, wherever you are in the world, you are through to Love Laid Bear and I am of course your host Dion. Now look, I know it's been a very, very, very hot minute. It's been about two months and I'm actually surprised that I've picked up my microphone today. That is the truth because... Yeah, I just, I just don't know. It's been, it's, it's been, it's been, it's, it's been a rough. Love. It's been a rough eight Day. weeks, honestly. I think probably no, that's a lie. Yeah. It's been longer than that. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's been a rough couple months. It's been, it's been very rough, and I have been missing. But um, before I kind of dive into all that, I just wanted to obviously say, you know all the listeners thank you so much for like literally all of your support over the last um i'll say particularly over the last six months um you know i was kind of doing really well like you know um yeah (laughs) i was doing really well um you know won the award um put my first show um, but then it all just kind of came crumbling down kind of straight afterwards. So that was kind of that. Yeah, it's just been tough. I mean, so many things happened. I mean, if you're if, if you are a regular listener, you'll know. I think I think I hope I did mention. Um, OK, scrap that. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, although I have not posted on social media, although I haven't, um, you know, I haven't done anything, literally, you know, I've, I've done the odd, I think I did like a Father's Day post, um, the other day, and I've just done, like, literally, maybe one thing every fortnight, maybe, every three weeks, I might have posted on Instagram, but I've not been active at all on social media, I literally didn't have the energy or, or the strength, but, um, you know what 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 was nice is that you know i would look at my kind of my my stats every so often and people are still going back and listening to like the the old episode and stuff like that so people are actually still listening um so yeah i really i really really appreciate that because you know you know how fickle like life is you know one minute you're hot next minute you're not <laughs> do you know what i mean so honestly i do i do appreciate um, all the new listeners um i see y'all thank you so much um all my listeners in in the states um yeah you guys are really australia as well like there's um you know a lot of listeners on in australia and kenya new zealand you know like honestly it literally blows my mind every time i kind of look at my stats i'm like wow look this is like really a global thing so yes thank you so how have you been do you know what i really want to try and make season four a bit more interactive i need to try and work on that but i think it just means me probably being a bit more on social media um so if you're on facebook we have there's a lovely bear page as well as a discussion forum i really want to i really want to get that going because this whole thing is about having a discussion kind of thing but unless you join it there's no discussion to have so um yeah please join on in on that um i do have a twitter as well as instagram i know i need to probably do a bit better on twitter um 
but yeah again everything is at love laid bare simple um so please do follow and join us on that as well what else did i want to say then thank yous love y'all obviously um so yeah i've been missing i've been missing for a minute I, I'm just going to lay myself bare. I'm literally just going to lay down naked and just keep it all the way, um, kind of 100, um, as it were, but, um, so over the last, I would say seven, eight weeks, um, I can only describe it as I was in a period of depression and um, it's not until I would say maybe four or five weeks in that I really probably understood what I was going through. Now you might find that amazing scene as I sit down on these podcasts and talk to people about their depression and all this stuff all the time um but you know probably naively um I think because I'm so used to just dealing and I, th- I remember I remember what what's his name what's going to do? I remember there's there's a clip that I think when Stormzy did an interview um with Channel 4 talking about his depression and he and he was like you know you get knocked down but you just saw a draw and you keep moving kind of thing and I think where I've just been over the years just been so used to doing that I just don't I think I just couldn't accept that you know a series of things that happened actually wore me down and took me out I thought I was just tired so okay this I'll just I'll just give you a timeline so Right, so I think from the beginning of the year, I was kind of like, um, I think we'd gone into season three. Um, I can't even remember how many episodes we put out, but like I'm literally, every week I'm interviewing whatever else. Now, again, if you listen to me, you know that I'm very conscious of protecting my energy. So you have to bear in mind that when someone is unloading themselves onto you, um, you need to understand how to protect yourself because otherwise you will walk around carrying everybody else's energy load that they've put onto you now i think i believed or whatever i've been doing to try and protect myself from that maybe hasn't been working i'm not sure um now the what kind of brought me a moment of clarity is that i've got an episode coming up with a lady called celestina and um she's a psychotherapist and we having a conversation and I am looking to hopefully train as a psychotherapist come September if I can get get onto my course and um she was saying to me that you know in your psychotherapy training they teach you techniques um of how to you know almost shield yourself from that kind of energy exchange and I was like wow like I I didn't realize that you know that is something they would actually implement into the curriculum of it. I thought, you know, um, the whole kind of energy talk was more of a metaphysical type thing, you know? Um, And that's what made me realize that 
when I'm doing these podcasts, they are like, they are therapy sessions. You know, seven out of 10 times at the end of it, my guest will say, do you know what? I feel so much better. I think I've only had one person that said to me, wow, that was draining. Um, Yeah, only one person that said, oh, that was a bit draining kind of thing. Um, But then then I'm not sure if that person really came with, I think that person that said that actually, I felt personally wasn't as open as everybody else I've had like I I kind of feel like most people come here like oh just take me (laughs) just take me now whereas this person I feel like was a little bit closed off like I had to more so dig if that makes sense like I kind of feel like I had to keep pushing and pushing to kind of get some things out of them if that makes sense um anyway I've gone round way round the houses let me sip some tea so yeah as we kind of digress a little bit so essentially what I'm saying is, is that I feel like there was a combination of things that happened to me um so I've been going 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 since January um you know then there was the whole lead up to the award ceremony so it was like okay I really want to win this um promo hard kind of thing the cult kind of whole anticipation um you know right. then I won the award now just before I won the award I was like okay I've been putting off doing my first show for ages so do you know what? I'm just going to do it now and I think literally it was like from January it just felt like everything was like going at 100 miles per hour um but you know at the time it feels good because you're like I'm doing stuff I'm busy I'm you know I'm I'm achieving my goals everything is great you know um Love. so then after I won the hey. award and I was like okay right now we're going to go at 250 miles per hour because now you're putting on a show and now you've got to get people to part with money you know so you're going to have to go ham and I think what I didn't appreciate was that usually with these types of event events it's not one person necessarily that's doing everything and when I say I pretty much did everything, I pretty much did everything. You know, the only things wow. I didn't do were things like, you know, um, physically designing anything graphically, whether it be the flyer or whatever else. Um, but all, 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 everything else I, I literally did myself. And I'm not going to sit here and say that people didn't offer their hand out, but it kind of felt like, well, what can I actually get you to do other than maybe help me on the day? Um however i feel like now that i've gone through that the next show that i do even though thinking about doing another show really gives me anxiety like it really really gives me anxiety and that's another thing that i've feel like i've developed um since i kind of went through this two month period of depression is that i've almost picked up an essence of anxiety with a lot of things um, now don't get me wrong I'm not saying I haven't been to a doctor a doctor hasn't um, you know diagnosed me with depression and anxiety and blah 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 no. um, but from the people that I've spoken to um, who have had those feelings for you know long periods of time what I have described to them is exactly how they feel um, and like I say for me I didn't I just Love. 
When the realization came that this was probably what it was, I think I was in a bit of denial because I was like, but why though? Like, what's really happened that was that bad for you to feel like this? And interestingly enough, when I when I would try and explain how I was feeling, and people would be like, why, what's happened? And Love. if you'd asked me maybe three weeks earlier, I could have maybe. said, it, a, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. Yeah. But then it's like my brain, it's almost like my, <laughs> it's almost like my brain um, shut down and there were things that happened that I couldn't even remember. Now, when I say things that happened, I'm not saying that, wow, there was, um, you know, a humongous tragedy, but it was just a lot of things in a very kind of short um, period of of time for me. Love. Um, like I said, I was I was definitely exhausted, and I think between the period of me winning the award to actually doing the show, it almost felt like I was doing a marathon, but it didn't feel like a marathon at the time. I think once it got to about two weeks before the show, that is when I started to feel it but I was not in a position to stop or slow down if that makes sense um (laughs) how I've just how I've really described to people leading up to the 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 show was like I'm you know I'm running a marathon I'm going I'm steady I'm good I'm not tired I'm going and then somebody comes and um fly kicks me in the side of the head I smash my head on the ground I'm a little bit dizzy but I'm like no gotta keep going so I get back on my feet and I'm running I'm running I'm running I'm running and then someone comes and throws a concrete slab on my head and I drop to the ground now I'm bleeding very disorientated but I still manage you know with the help of my mum she helps me get back up again and I'm running I've got blood tricking down my head but I'm like no it's fine gotta keep going gotta, gotta win this race gotta keep going and then someone else comes and punches me right in the middle of the eye and I fall again because now my head can't take any more injuries. But do you know what? Love. It's the day of the show and I crawl. Late. And I crawl and I crawl and I make yeah. it past that finish line. And everyone's cheering. Everyone's like, wow, my God, that was amazing. That was so good. But I am literally on my face. literally on my face with all these cheers and all this you know hoo-ha around me um and I crashed I literally crashed and I think I put a post up on my yeah I think I put a post up on my Instagram and I was like oh you know it's taken me five days to recover but you know I'm good now blah 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 no it's been seven to eight weeks since the show and I'm still not even ready like most days were how I okay this is how for me this is how it felt I had zero energy I, I I I was operating at like a 30 to 40% capacity. So if you saw me, 
I could very much, on a surface level, engage with you in a conversation, but I was not there. I could be making complete, perfect sense. I wasn't there. Not there at all. I, and within that 30 to 40% capacity, those closest to me, when I say those closest to me, I'm talking about my immediate family, the people within my household, wouldn't have seen by speaking to me. There were lots of telltale signs that things weren't right, but it, but it depends. But, but again, this is the thing. It's like, I think when people have this, this expectation and notion of you that, you know, whatever, they don't necessarily dig too deep. Because when you have a household to run and a toddler and life in general, all my energy I had to try and conserve just to be that bit more present for her. Because as much as everything else, As much as everything else may be falling apart around you, you cannot slip when it comes to your children. Because if you slip when it comes to your child, the repercussions are huge. So I could manage to do what I needed to do for her I had to be present her clothes still needed to be washed she still needed she still needed to be fed she still needed to be engaged with like I I even I do remember there were certain times when you know again like I said my energy was so low and sometimes she'd be like mommy get up get up so I'm like sitting on the sofa probably just I don't know just not engaging with her because she wants to talk and read and do all this stuff all the time yeah. and like my energy must have been so zapped that she would pull me and she'd be like mommy get up get up and I'm like it would kind of like kind of shot me up but oh wow you know um and in the days that you know she was in that nursery I, I stayed in bed and knowing that <laughs> on her days off knowing that I had to literally be present for at least 12 hours of that day until she went to bed was so hard it was so so hard it's it was literally one of the most difficult things i'd ever it felt like i'd ever had to do you know um yeah so yeah and then you know with that comes the guilt because i'm like oh my god you know um, I'm not I'm not doing everything that I should be doing so you start to beat yourself up um, I'd said at the beginning of the year like part of my vision board was that I was going to teach her how to read and it got to like the 1st of May and I was like oh my god I've not even started to teach her how to read 
you know, don't get me wrong, Sana has more books than I do, literally. She probably has more books than you. <laughs> but like, you know, so although although I'm very methodical in in what we do, so she, she knows her alphabet, she can count to 20, she, she knows her phonics, Love. but I physically hadn't done, Late. you know, this is a word let's spell this word let's repeat the word let's so we can learn the word and i beat myself up about that so badly um but then there were little little there were little kind of joys and graces because i managed to teach her how to read four words in like two days it was amazing and that wasn't with me being a drill sergeant um but then it's like that wasn't even good enough you know um there were there, there's been times when like you know I've, I've won the award and you know but then I'm like well what does that even mean you know you start to have this self-doubt talk you know oh, just because you wonder what does it mean your podcast is good it just means people voted for you what does that mean you know so all these negative things start to kind of creep in and you know I had nothing but good feedback about my show. Literally, I could see the joy wow. and elation in people's faces and their sincerity. There, there wasn't a single person that um, I felt didn't have a good time for me speaking to them, if that makes sense. Um, but I still picked and picked and picked and picked and picked. And oh, you know, this, that, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was just being a bit, I've been very nitpicky about things afterwards. Um, this didn't go right, that didn't go right. I didn't have my prop cards and da 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 You know, um, just having a whinge kind of thing. But yeah, so the the, the, the feeling of the, of the depression for me was like, the only solace I got was when I was asleep. And it was like, as soon as I would wake up, I would have this weight of despair on my chest that wouldn't move or budge. Um, I effectively became a hermit, um, but there were times where I literally had to force myself to go. I could happily stay in the house, do my nursery run and not do anything else. Happily, very, very happily, just stay in the house. It was more than fine because all I wanted to do was sleep I didn't want to think about having to do anything the thought of even doing the podcast again filled me with dread and anxiety I didn't want to do anything um but like I said there were a few occasions where I forced myself to do something social um because I either had to because I'd made a promise and um but literally, it would be like that morning. So say like I had, I had a, a birthday brunch the afternoon. I'd already decided that I wasn't going. But come the morning, I was like, okay, you can you can stay in this bed or and let your friends down or you can go and at least try and have a few nice hours. So I did that a few times, you know. Um, but again, it was just enough energy to muster up for those few hours to appear that I was okay. Most people knew that I wasn't okay, but didn't really get how bad it was, if that makes sense. Because I guess when they saw me, I'm engaging with you. I'm laughing. I'm talking sense. Do you know what I mean? 
Um, so I think also as well, I'm, I'm speaking for myself, like I think sometimes we have to understand that depression isn't always oh you're just lying in your bed and you're down and da 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 sometimes you you can function but it's just a very it's just very very hard thing you know to kind of to kind of do um but yeah so what kind of got me to that point so like I say there was a lot of love between January and April things were very busy okay um, now I don't know if you guys remember but I think I did mention it my my daughter fractured her arm in inverted commas right in inverted commas um, now what that meant was is that she couldn't go to nursery which then meant that that put me behind in terms of you know things that I needed to do so but that was annoying <laughs> but it was annoying in terms of ah uh, but okay cool these things happen yeah not a problem fine then um i think following so that was that week the following week um my house got broken into they stole the car they stole our car keys so sorry they stole the house keys her pram handbags whatever else so that in itself was a very stressful period of time because my home's been violated you know and I I remember I was sitting there one day and I was like should I be taking just a little bit of a break because obviously the this break-in is you know it's a break-in do you know what I mean like and I and imagine I questioned myself like is it okay to just kind of be like wow I've had a break-in can I just chill for a second I questioned myself. I don't think I did take a break because I couldn't because I had the show in a couple of weeks. Then the week after, I lost a substantial amount of money. I'm not even going to go into it, but I lost a substantial amount of money that was supposed to be funding the show. Um, And I was just like, do you know what? Hands in the air. Okay, do you know what? What more can happen right now? I can't deal with this. I'm going to cancel the show. Mum's like, no, don't cancel the show. I'll lend you the money, crack on. I said, okay, cool. In that period of time, my, um, not that week, but within that period of time, my godmother was diagnosed with lung cancer. And I was just like, oh my days, okay. Okay, 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 okay. But then my aunt suddenly died last week. So, rest in peace, Auntie Bev. Can we pause? Um, I had various fallouts with family members over some things, which again was very energy draining. I felt very upset, disappointed about some things that have been said. Um, but you know, I still have this show to do. So it's like, okay, well, crack on, 
you know and then Croydon Park Hotel where I hosted the event I will never ever ever recommend Croydon Park Hotel I was treated appallingly absolutely appallingly they threatened to cancel my event the week of my event and you know through all of this stuff that happened um you know for all the stress of trying to plan this show and xyz and you know you're ordering things and things coming they're broken they've got some like you know trying to keep up with fresh new content on social media you know the ticket sales were slow initially um but you know you have to remain upbeat and you have to kind of just remain focused and stuff like that but when you're getting all these kicks and jabs and then when you're at the final furlong and then you've got this awful person basically grabbing you by the balls forcing you to spend more money than you'd originally budgeted for or agreed to or they're going to cancel your event which is in like four days that's when I broke and I cried because I was like do you know what forget it like you know um then I I felt ill about three days before the show and when I say ill I mean like I think it was a build-up of all the stress I was hot I was cold my whole body ate like crap like a, a whole body cramp is anything I can describe it headache nausea tight like it was like I had the flu but times 100 and I was like I can't I can't <laughs> I can't do the show. I'm going to have to find someone else to host it. Who am I going to get to host it at this time? Luckily, I I managed to feel better, you know, um, before before Sunday. And, I mean, if you've ever put on an event, you know how stressful it is. Sometimes, it doesn't matter how organised or how timely you try and do things, things are always bound to go wrong or run late or what have you let me give you let me give you a little bit of a joke so the night before the show I was like right I'm gonna be like extra prepared because I know how these things go so I washed my hair I shaved I exfoliated I did everything you know all I needed to do that morning because I was going to the hairdressers is rinse out the conditioner from my hair shower and be on my way and be at the hairdressers for 9am bearing in mind the show doesn't start till 5 cool my shower stops working out of nowhere out of nowhere the shower's working fine the day before when i said the shower wasn't working water was trickling out of the shower you know i was like all right cool (laughs) like you have come to test me these past four weeks and you've come to test me on the day of my event but okay cool no problem i still have a bath tap so i had to bend and do some contortion thing to get my head under this bath tap to rinse out the conditioner from my hair and bathe and then go fine i get to my hairdressers for 9 a.m I leave my hairdresser <laughs> at oh. half twelve, quarter one, and my hair wasn't done. Late. My hair wasn't done. 
And now you're going to ask me why I wasn't your hair done. What do you mean? You sat there for nearly four hours. My hair wasn't done. So I'd essentially wasted nearly four hours. and But if not more, because, you know, I've, still, I've got to drive there and then drive back. Um, yeah, so like I say, a lot of things happened. But, you know, I got to the show. The show was absolutely fine. Um, but I think then with that comes the pressure of, okay, so you've ended season three on this great high you know you've won a podcast award and you've just done your first show like when you come back you need to come back harder you need to come back with a a fresher look you need to come back with this and I started to pile all these kind of pressures on myself whilst I was weak and weary so I was almost adding to um adding to my load now on top of that I've still got some personal things that I'm going through I'm going through separation slash divorce so as much as you know it it doesn't um as much as daily I don't feel the toll of it it's still there if that makes sense and I I remember when I when I sat down with the um the psychotherapist lady Celestina and we were just and I was I was saying to her, I was like, do you know what? It's been a tough couple of weeks. Like, I'm just... She's like, oh, what's, what's happened? So before I knew it, I was in this kind of mini therapy session that I didn't sign up for. <laughs> but I'm a talker anyway. Like, I, I'm not really that... I don't, I don't really hold back. If you ask me a question, I'll answer it kind of thing. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, all this stuff has happened. Like, I've just told you guys. And, you know, um, and I know I'm going through divorce, but it's that, that's not it. And she was like, hmm... So she said to me, she's like, you do know that you can grieve your divorce, don't you? I was like, grieve? What am I grieving for? Please, girl, I got things to do. And she just looked at, she literally looked at me so deadpan. And it was a look I remember getting from my therapist. I miss her so badly. And I literally burst out laughing. I was like, yeah, you're, you're saying that I need some work, right? And she was like, look. <laughs> so do you know what I mean? So there's there's so look, there's just so much going on. So it's like Love. and you know, if you know my Wait. journey, this is where it all started from. This is where Love Lay Bear started from. It started from, you know, me starting the process of separating my marriage, you know, and yeah, I'm now coming up to the kind of final stages. Um, Love. So yeah, it's difficult. Love. You know, when you've been around with someone yeah. for nearly 20 years, it's a, it's, it's a hard transition. And the thing, what's funny is that I'm telling you this now, I'm actually saying it, but still, on a conscious level, I, it's, I don't really feel like it's affecting me yet. You may beg to differ. And most smart people probably would. But I just Love. don't feel it yet, if that makes sense. However, I, I do understand that somewhere in my subconscious, alarm bells and panic is probably going off because 20 years is a long time, you know? Um, it's going to be a major change and an, an adjustment for everybody involved. That You know, that goes for both sides of the family. Um, and you know, once I, once, 
once I kind of get through the other side I can I think the conversation in terms of me having it will be a lot better because I'll be able to look back in hindsight because I don't want to go shooting off my mouth about certain things until I have an overstanding of it if that makes sense you know um and I remember one thing my therapist used to say to me was you know when you're going through something you make yourself very busy and I think that is very true actually because you know I don't have vices I don't I don't smoke I don't smoke weed I don't I'm not a big drinker kind of thing you know I'll, I'll have the occasional oh, Prosecco whatever but you know what I mean like I'm not I'm not a regular drinker so I don't have any vices per se things that I can lean on um Love. my mouth I guess is my Lame. is my vice because I, I I I talk about Fair. my problems so I just don't really I just haven't found it necessary to have a vice per se um so when you're trying to think about yourself it can be very difficult but um shout out to you know a few people who have been supporting me through this time um thank you to everyone that checked in and stuff like that i'll be back and thank you to all my previous guests and stuff the conversation oh guys all of the panelists everyone that came you know i was supposed to send out a thank you email (sighs) started it couldn't finish it i even look i even wrote an eight page um complaint letter that's not finished to Croydon Park Hotel that I didn't have the strength to finish so now my complaint is like just out done finished you know um and I really wanted to just really let them know how I feel but I feel like it's too late now because the show was two months ago (laughs) oh but yeah Croydon Park Hotel god no way okay so before I go um season four will be back on the 10th of July so that's next week Wednesday 8pm sharp GMT time um, so after our first episode we're going to be speaking to a lady called Karen and um, she shares a very kind of heartfelt and inspiring story in that you know for years she struggled to have her own children um, and then she went on to adopt um, now what makes this story extraordinary is that Karen actually adopted a wow. child who hit the news back in 2009. Um, not sure if you remember, but if you're from the UK or East London, there was a baby who was found abandoned in a Tesco's bag in Brixton, um, winter 2009. And, you know, as soon as Karen saw the news on the TV, she declared that, that child would be hers. And so said, so done. 10 years later she's now calling that little girl her daughter and that little girl is calling her mummy or mum so please tune in for that um over the next few weeks um i've got a few guests on to share their stories um aaron from raising boys to men he will be talking about you know his struggles growing up 
not really having a relationship with his dad or his siblings really really um really interesting talk actually um he's a he's 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 a good guy so check him out on um instagram and then the week after that we'll be having celestina who's a psychotherapist um her company's called floating counseling and we will be talking about hitting spanking your children and why you shouldn't effectively do it um she's also written a book so we'll be talking about that during the interview as well um now don't forget to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter and that's at lovelaid bear the website is www.lovelaidbear.com um if you are affected by anything that i've spoken about today or if you just want to hit me up my email address is lovelaidbear at gmail.com alternatively you can go to our resources page and i've got a, a massive list of different support services for pretty much whatever you need so please go ahead and have a look at that um don't forget to share um you know the podcast with your friends um you can also join the facebook discussion group i will be trying to pick that up a bit more this season so yes just thank you again i hope you had a good weekend and see you on wednesday all right take care bye